This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. All right, you ready? My feeties are so cold. (laughs) (laughs) Move the mic a little bit closer to you. Okay, how's that? I think that sounds good. Okay. Ready? Okay. (laughs) Hey, everybody. We're back for episode 10 of How I Met Your Friends. Um, Just remember, the episodes don't match our episode number anymore, so I will tell you what those are. Um, She likes to tell you. I love to tell people what to do, what to... How to say it. Yeah, how to... Just how to be. Probably should have been a teacher. No. Um, God, no. Hey, you do I'm not have offended. You do not have the patience for children. No, that's true. In small, in so, large doses. How was your week? Um, Kathleen, no. It was okay. You're not on, now you're back in Oregon. Uh, I mean, I just did a lot of working and uh, hung out with my partner a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a very little bit. A very little bit. Uh, so, I mean, it was good. It good. Was, it was good. How about your week? Um, I don't actually remember when we. you're going to eat those on the pod, really. You guys, if she's crunching, it's because we're eating Pepperidge Farm chocolate hazelnut pirouettes. I am not the one who brought these. No, but I was just going to eat one support, right before nope. and then I put them away. I fully support it. <laughs> we almost need hot chocolate to dip them in or we like do a not white need Russian. Hot chocolate. Or like a, I don't even need a white Russian. <laughs> I just um, need pirouettes. I got a bunch more clients and jobs. Did, had we mm. talked about that last time? I don't um, remember. I kind of, but not. Oh no, we must have. Because I found extent. out last Monday that she was hiring oh, yeah. me. Okay, so we must have already. So, um, listeners, I don't actually remember like what day it is unless I look at my planner. So I might have repeated myself about more work. She is a little nutty. I am a little nutty. I'm always a little nutty. Oh, but you did get your new planner. I did order a new planner. It will be here on Saturday. Oh, God, that is so much faster than I got mine. Oh, yeah. Because I ordered it when it was in pre-order. Yeah. So I'm um, very excited about that and to color code it with all of my pens and yeah, all of that fun stuff. And be super pen pal planner buddies. My pens are better than your pens. I don't care. Okay. They only need to be mediocre. The pens are not the showstopper. Oh, the pens make it for me. Pens and highlighters and washi Mm-mm. tape and, and you know, it's like I could, it's almost like I'm scrapbooking, but it's my planner. You're one of those. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, but it's going to be making me money instead of costing me money. God, I hope so. <coughs> um, oh yeah, I might be doing a couple more edits too, so that's exciting. Um, otherwise... I mean, not really much going on. We're both getting ready for Christmas. Not really much has changed. I um, gotta buy some things for my sister, even though she doesn't know what she wants for Christmas. They never do. Yeah. I'm gonna buy something fun for my mom, which is, like, super practical, but that's the way she rolls. And, and we can't say it on the podcast. Cause no, because what she if she's may listening? listen? And we I'm don't. just hoping for some gift cards. I love gift cards. What? We've talked about this before. I know. I love gift cards. Get me a gift card so I can pick. Oh, 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 
I got the Alanis Morissette tickets. That's, oh, that's what right. we need to talk about. Okay, so if you... We didn't... Did we mention it no. last week or did we even know about it? No, I think we knew about it. We didn't talk about it. Okay. I so mean, it's the 25th anniversary next year of Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill album, which of course had the chart-topping Isn't It Ironic song that wasn't really the definition of irony, but you in know, my heart it will be always the not, definition of irony. It's, it's, it's really not. It's, it's not. actually not And also Rain means. on Your Wedding Day is good luck. I know. BT dubs okay. for literally anybody that needs to hear that. But um, her... Uh, doing her second album, which had the uninvited song from mm-hmm. City of Angels with garbage opening at the Moda Center when it was still called the Rose Garden, was the very first concert I saw as an adult. It was spring oh, that's break, cute. right after I turned eighteen. My cousin drove Leah and I up, and there was still snow on the ground, and it was the most amazing concert. So, for my little '90s heart, I could not be happier. To have scored four tickets. So, myself... Two are already claimed. Well, yours my, and two others are claimed. Yes. So, we're, we're, it's going to be me and Alicia, my friend Kayla, who lives in Hood River, who listens to the pod. Hey! hey. Um, and then we're figuring out who is taking the fourth and possibly one of my friends in Portland. And... Probably not going to be Allison would have gone, but something is happening with her in June that is not public knowledge yet, but... Can I just say it? No. Oh. Well, I'll tell everybody when she tells Allison's everybody. Allison's got things going on Allison in her own world. Anyway, also she's 11 years younger than me, so I can't imagine that Alanis Morissette means as much to her as it means to me. But Probably not. But she was like, I would have gone. I'm like, I know you would have gone, because like, I went to Sam Smith well, for her. Yeah, and I mean, I oh, Sam Smith would have been good. It was uh, a good I did concert. consider it, but I've got a music festival in July that I've already committed to with my family. Yeah. Or, you know, one leg of my family, and I've got several... Back-to-back California trips planned. So I've got two trips in January already planned, and I'm just basically going to get all of my garbage CDs and all of my Alanis Morissette CDs, and that's all I'm going to listen to for the next, like, six months. Your until poor mother. Her new, she's fine with it. Until her new one drops in May, which you get a you get an entire version of it for buying tickets, because I got the new um, Muse album that way because we'd bought tickets to one of their concerts. So anyway, I'm very excited, and I feel like... um. I will have to come back with a review of, like, maybe her new album, but also if anybody wants to talk about Alanis Morissette and Garbage circa, like, 95 to 2005, hit me up on Twitter because I could talk about it for hours. We saw Garbage four or five years ago in Portland at the Rose. I you were going to say four or five times. No, no. <laughs> so I have seen Garbage twice. This will be third. I've only seen Alanis once. Who else have I seen multiple times? Muse twice. Justin Timberlake once. Oh, I've seen Mark Broussard multiple times. Who the hell is that? Well, I'll play you some of his music. I think you would actually like it. Okay, let's get to our episode. We have actual things to discuss here. We really do. So we are covering Friends episode 11 titled The One Where Chandler Can't Remember Which Sister and How I Met Your Mother episode 9 Slaps Giving. So we're going to start with Friends. So, our episode opens with Joey doing a card trick, and he's terrible at it. It's like the worst card tricker ever. Basically, he's trying to guess which card you have, and he does so by looking at the card, but thinking that he did it so fast that no one... And so slyly. Yeah, that no one noticed. Um, No, we all noticed. We all noticed. The gang plays along with this, and that almost bothers me. Like, I'd rather somebody look at me and be like, Joey, we, we know you, like... 
that's not a real card trick, but whatever. So then Monica and Rachel's upstairs neighbor is super loud. Can we talk about Mr. Heckles for four seconds? Okay, so yes, this does, if you really think about it, the girls have hardwoods throughout. They have like parquet floors, the old, really pretty, like whatever style. And he was always saying how loud they were being. Well, their upstairs neighbor took out all of his carpet and did hardwood, which you can't do in a rental, but whatever. Well, they can't. I mean, maybe they said, hey, landlord, my carpet's really gross. And the landlord said, okay, let's take it out. And, oh, gosh, look at these amazing hardwood floors. That's true. People did put like, carpet I mean, let's just say, like, all the time. Let's just say that it was le- all legit above the board. Right. So now they can hear him walking around. They can hear him talking. They can hear everything. So Phoebe says that she's going to go upstairs and yell at him. But when she gets up there, he, like, talks to her, and she basically ends up staying. Well, and Monica said, oh, he's such a smooth talker. Every time I try... Yeah, try and yell at him. Yeah, I end he, up apologizing. Right. So Chandler comes in, and he's upset because he saw Janice and her husband ice skating at Rockefeller Center, and so he decided to throw a kid's pretzel at them. I'm not... A different kid. Like, I mean, obviously, Chandler doesn't have kids. No, but no, like, but, like, some he steals random some kid, kids, he picks it up, and... whips it at them. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I really am. I mean, um, I would then buy the child a pretzel. That's true. Or at least buy one and whip your own. But yeah. I mean, in the heat of the moment, you got to take your ammo where you can get it. <laughs> so then um, Ross is trying to cheer him up by saying that they're having a party. And he thinks at first, like, oh, you don't have to throw a party for me. And Monica's like, it's for <laughs> I, Joey's I wasn't birthday. Going to. <laughs> and Joey's like over there and just kind of smiles like, yeah, it's for my birthday. Of course. And though, and so they're talking and they hear Phoebe upstairs laughing. She's still upstairs talking to the guy. Um, And so then... Must be the next day, but Rachel's at her job at Fortunata Fashions, which, Ugh. if you notice, is basically making um, scrubs and other mm-hmm. like uniform industrial, yeah, yeah, uniform style stuff. Um, and she's making coffee for the bosses, and she's hating life. And one of the guys asks her, "You know, I have a job for you that's more in line with fashion." Well, it turns out it's just separating all of the metal hangers in a closet. Yeah. And, like, like old school metal or wire, like, oh, no, you can't separate them. Like, it's just a big... It looks like it could be um, an installation of... Oh, yeah, it could be art. Art. (laughs) It could sell for thousands of dollars. Yes, absolutely. That that somebody like Maureen would sell at the uh, community center. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That's funny. Or that later Lily would find with her her um, artistic lunettes when she's yeah. finding art for the captain and she yeah. turns into a huge douchebag. Ugh, yes. Okay. God, I can't wait for that. Artsy fartsy. So then um, Rachel goes to lunch at Monica's diner. Monica is still working at Moondance Diner, still dressing up basically as like a 50s sock hop Marilyn Monroe. Blonde hair, mm-hmm. huge boobs, tiny waist. But she says something about, you know, how long do you work at a place that's even remotely connected to your area of interest before you just give up? And Monica's like, um, I, I don't, don't know, know. Rach. And she calls out the orders. It's a, it's a James, James Beans, Beans and a Howdy Hold the Duty, yeah. which I don't want to know what that means. I want no part of that information. Um, what are you just... And, but there's a guy at the counter that kind of like overhears laughs. and laughs. And, and from personal experience, this is 
enraging. Yeah, you think they are like, making, I'm, laughing yeah. at you. And so Rachel basically me, yells sir, at him. do not like, be a dick. Right, like, don't, you Mind know. your own business. Exactly. And he's like, well, I just wanted to let you know, like, I used to have to sort um, heads at Mannequins R Us, and um, I work at Bloomingdale's, and she's like, do you want my pickle? <laughs> and the thing is, is that when Rachel gets schooled, like, she kind of does get schooled hard. Oh, yeah. she's like this, where she's, like, rude to someone, and then they're like, um, I can no, actually, actually help you in your life. here's the thing. Yeah. So then, um, later, we're at Joey's birthday party at the guy's apartment. Um, turns out Phoebe's gonna have a date with the noisy neighbor, and Monica's like, well, how am I supposed to hate him? And she's like, you're just gonna have to find another way. Yeah. And so, uh, turns out Chandler has, uh, drank all of the jello shots. All of the jello shots. All of the jello shots. And his tongue is so green. Monica says, stick out your tongue. And Chandler says, take Take off off your shirt. I do love drunk Chandler. And I am sad that, like, I think this is the only time we ever see Mm, drunk Chandler. It's all I can think of right now. Yeah. So maybe. If someone else can think of a time, because even in London, he's not the drunk one. It's technically Monica. But but either way, I like a drunk Chandler. Yes. um, Rachel comes in to tell Ross about, uh, her day and, you know, this whole job thing. And Ross and Rachel's outfits are complete opposite. He's wearing, like, a burnt orange top with black pants. And she's wearing burnt orange velvet pants with a black top. Like, they literally oh. match, but it's opposites. And if that wasn't intentional, then I need to talk to the wardrobe person because it's terrible. It's dumb. And I don't like it. Yeah. But I feel like it was intentional. I feel like they're supposed to symbolize yin and yang at this moment where, like, she's so excited about her, this job, and he's like, oh, shit, you know, like, this guy is talking to my girl. Okay, so I'm reading I into feel it. like you're a little bit more into that than right, anybody was. That's I, fine. I think it was just a... So, basically, Ross is like, well, that's great, but it sounds like he just wants to sleep with you. And she's like, excuse no, me? No, he's just being nice. Yeah. And so then we see Chandler in the background playing with the cordless phone. Like, he's, like, you can't really tell what he's doing, but, like, drunk Chandler is messing with the phone. So then all of Joey's sisters, like, burst all in at once. All seven of them. All seven of them. And we would like to point out that although one of them in this group is named Dina. It's not. This is not the, the correct Dina. Dina. No. This is not the Dina who will show up later who is pregnant and needs to talk to Rachel. And who is also like 12. I want to say that she's maybe like 25. No way. She's definitely supposed to be 18-ish. You think? Yes. See, I didn't get that. Oh, she's not 25. He's talking about her going to college. She's yeah. the only one that, like... Yeah. 18 to maybe 20. She is definitely the youngest. Yeah, so there's some uh, issues. There's some continuity issues with Joey's sisters. So, um, they ask Chandler, like, what he's doing, and he's removing Janice from his speed dial, and the girls are like, oh, that's so sad. And all I can think of is when Richard's like, we got divorced. Oh. With the head tilt. The head tilt. And he's like, no, why must we call each other so speedily? And he goes off on this little tangent, and then he looks at one of Joey's sisters and goes, your breasts are huge. like or Because she's got like a, <laughs> the like a cut high, high collar, but a, a cut, cut out. out right over the boobies. Um, so then... Uh, Monica's talking to Ross and Ross is like, so this smart guy and, and Monica's like, oh yeah. And he's super cute. And like, 
you know, basically she says like she would have gone home with them type of thing. And you just see Ross being like, thank you, helpful. So then the next day at breakfast, Ross like still won't let it go. He's like, well, what does this smart guy think that you're going to have to do for him? And Rachel's like, well, obviously I'm going to have to take showers with him. But like that's standard in any office. Yeah. <laughs> and Isn't it? Yeah, of course. Showers. Um, I have worked at a couple offices that had showers in the bathrooms for, like, if you'd gone to the gym and stuff. I mean, that's kind of Yeah, they also had a gym. No, they didn't. Like, we had a couple where it was just, like, it was in the building already, and so, like, the bathrooms just had a shower in them, which I was like, well, that's really random, but cool. Our shop had a shower. Like, my parents' business growing, like, we we had a shower, and the washer and dryer was there because, you know, save some money. Right. So Chandler comes in and he's super hungover and basically he says, my apartment is gone because I drank it. <laughs> and so they, Phoebe goes, where did you wander off to after you opened all of Joey's presents? Like, <laughs> he was really not a good party guest. No. And so it turns out he ended up in the storage room with... But one he wasn't of, alone. Right. One of Joey's sisters, but he doesn't remember which one. And so then everyone's trying to, like, talk to him about this, like, give him clues. But and, and he says, oh, I made out with the girl in the black shirt. No, no, no. I'm... So before, though, she's, Monica says something about oh, the, that's right. the, the earrings, and then somebody else says, no, that was this one, and he even goes, well, see, you, you can't even you do can't it. You can't tell them apart, so it's not my fault. And Monica, or Phoebe goes, yeah, but we didn't make out with one of them. Like, yeah, yeah, we don't have to tell them apart. So then he goes, I definitely remember making out with a girl in a red skirt, and Monica goes, that was me. And he's like, well, when I get really drunk, I get kind of affectionate. And I'm really sorry. And she goes, that's okay. And then Ross, Rachel, and Phoebe all go, that's, that's okay. okay. <laughs> but also, he made out with Monica. Right? I mean, I don't think it counts. Um, uh, Doesn't it? No. Because if you don't remember it, it doesn't count. Believe me. I've had some sex where I'm like, that doesn't count. I don't remember it. It wasn't good. Doesn't count. Hmm. Hmm. It's a shame. I was drunk a lot in my teens and early 20s. Hmm. Um. So then Joey bursts in. He's pretty upset. He's, he figured, he found out from I one of his sisters. I want to talk to you. Yeah. And like, he, you can see everybody else scatter. They're like, hi, Joey. Bye, Joey. And Chandler's like, can we stay in here where there's witnesses? Mm-hmm. And so it turns out that he kissed Mary Angela and told her that he could, like, really fall for her. And so... And Joey says, could you really fall for her or are you just using a line to help you get over Janice? And Chandler's like, oh, it's got to be the first one. And so then Joey's like, this is great. You're going to... You and my sister in a tree. And he's like, oh, I'm in a tree. (laughs) So then um, Rachel comes home from like running errands and Mark hasn't called her yet because he's supposed to call about setting up an interview. And she's talking to Monica and all of a sudden you can hear Phoebe upstairs. She's gotten home from her date with upstairs neighbor and there's music playing, and at first they're kind of like, oh, that's fun. But then you can hear them, like, getting it on. Doing it. Right. Like, you hear the noises. So both girls are like, let's go for a walk, and they Because leave. they're trying to have a conversation, and they're both really distracted. And they're oh, like, yeah. yeah, we need to not be here. Yeah. No, don't want to listen to this. So then um, Chandler decides that he's going to write Mary Angela, like, a Dear John letter. A bl- like yeah. a Like a break. Well, how can you? You don't really break it's not up really with break up, that you but it's one, definitely you know, like a hey, yeah. we're not doing this letter. Right. Like it's not you, it's me, which is true because it is Chandler. It is definitely Chandler. Um, 
But so like Ross, you know, is like, no, you can't write this. You need to go there and just ask for her and talk to her. And she, he goes, what if she's the one that answers the door? Yeah. And he's like, so you're going to move to Cuba. Go, that's what it is. Oh, well, yeah. Tell, he says, oh, I'm going to tell Joey I'm moving to France, France but, but really, really I'm going to Cuba. Cuba. It's like, we're in Cuba. Um, so Chandler decides to go to Joey's parents' house, or at least it's his grandma's house. It's somebody's. It's somebody's house. It's- Joey answers the door. Because he's there so his grandma can do his laundry. Yeah. Because he is a man child. Oh my god. Um, And he like brings Chandler and is like, you know, my grandma doesn't know but let's go have dinner. And he walks in and every single one of the sisters is there but they're all together. Well, so he he says, well, where's Mary Angela? And Joey says, she's right in there. Yeah. And then you see them all in the kitchen. And And by the way, they're all wearing red tops. Oh yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. And they're all in black bottoms except Cookie is in black pants and Mary Therese is, is in, in red all pants. All red. Yeah, like a red yeah, suit almost. Um so then uh we see Rachel, Mark still hasn't called her. It's like Sunday night. She's they're really back upset. To the, no, they're yeah. in the coffee house. They're in the coffee house. And at first, Ross is kind of being a turd, and he's like, oh, that's too bad. And she's like, you don't think it's bad. You're happy, you know, whatever. And he's like, no, I really am. I want good things for you. And and finally, Monica goes, why do you have to wait for him? He gave you his home number, and, like, he'd written it down. Oh, yeah. And so he, she's like, okay, I'll call him. So first of all, um, Rachel's skirt is amazing. I it's, love her entire outfit. Oh, yeah. It's plaid. It's, like red her uh but then oh i don't it's, I, it's no, like okay. bird it's so orange top. yes sorry it's I'm such a good outfit old. she's wearing like black tights and like um knee-high boots or whatever so she goes and she calls mark and turns out he um can get her in for an interview the next day and so she gets all excited he's gonna take her to lunch to tell her like the best answers you know for the questions and she's gonna go pick out her outfit which ross says um, high, high collar and baggy pants says professional, professional to me. And she's like, oh, and you're so funny. It off. And so she leaves. And so he turns to Monica and goes, what did I ever do to you? And he goes off on this tirade about he, how Mark is going to prep her. And that's prepping her for the surgical removal of, of the, the boyfriend. boyfriend. And finally, Monica yells at him and is like, She's with you. She loves you. This guy is just helping her get a job. You need to get over it. Like, right. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And, you know, and so, um, but Chandler, uh, still at dinner with Joey and his sisters and now his grandma. So he starts asking questions, trying to figure out which one is, is Mary, Mary Angela. Tr- yeah. And instead, grandma, who spit on Mussolini's hanging body. She was like the sixth person. <laughs> keeps answering. Um, so then one of the sisters goes over to, uh, Chandler and is like, Hey, excuse yourself and, you know, meet me in the bathroom. And at first he's like, uh, no thanks. And he does go with her. And so she like pounces on him. And he's like, Oh, she says, I couldn't stop thinking about you after the party. Yeah. He thinks that it's Mary Angela. Right. And so she like, you know, and he's like, I'm just not in a place where I can be, um, 
in commitment. Like, I'm so sorry. And she goes, Mary Angela was right. You have the softest lips. And he's like, you're not Mary Angela. And she goes, I'm Mary Mary Therese. Therese. And I have to say that the actress playing Mary Therese, I would say is gotta be like 40. Yeah. Okay. Well, we were trying to Google, you know, like maybe if someone had ever figured out like what birth order they're supposed to be in, like why, the Dina that we see in a later season is so much younger, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the things that popped up was Christina Ricci. And I'm like, Christina that... Ricci's never been on Friends. Right. So it turns out in the spinoff, Joey, Mary Therese, now called Mary Teresa, is played by Christina Ricci, who at the time was still probably only 25. Right. So not great continuity, guys. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Are they trying to see the Drea de Mateo? played yeah one of the sisters they are on joey right that's what the but i can't remember who she plays gina oh okay and how is she the eldest sister this is what i'm saying is joey's eldest sister in the spinoff series yeah I mean, I did like the spinoff for a while, but I never noticed how many inconsistencies it brought up. I did not watch the spinoff. So then Mary Angela w- walks in, and because she says, I'm Mary Angela, and she's wearing this cute little dress. It's like a darker Merlot color, like sparkles on it, and her little slippers, like house slippers. Oh my Everyone's god, they house all slippers. have house slippers. Except for Joey. I think he's wearing regular shoes. But anyway. I don't know. Um... So then Mary Angela, like, yells for Joey. Chandler's like, no, no, Joey. No, no, Joey. And so they're like, uh, he can't remember which one he kissed. He thought Mary Therese was Mary Angela. Like, you should punch him. And he's like, I'm not going to punch him. This is my friend. Well, I, he, he says, no, I actually would punch you, but I never thought you would be on the receiving end of it. Yeah. And so he's like, well, I was really drunk and I just didn't remember and I'm so sorry. And so then... You know, Joey's like, I'm not going to punch you. And Cookie's like, I'll do it. And so he says, well, there's going to be no punching if he apologizes to Mary Angela. He still can't remember which nope. one. And she was quite literally just there. Right. But, but I mean, he, he, didn't didn't turn ra- he didn't turn it's, around. It's really big, dark hair. It's, right. They all Hello. look the same and they're all wearing You could have picked a red. different outfit. I mean, <laughs> you could have picked her out by her different outfit. And so when he reali- when Joey realizes that Chandler can't remember, he says, okay, now, Cookie, now you, now can. you can punch him. Um, so then we have Ross waiting um, in, like, the lobby of Bloomingdale's, like, corporate office or whatever um, for Rachel. After her interview, he brings a flower. He does apologize for being so jealous, and it's kind of cute. He's like, you know, I just I just like you a lot. Yeah. Um, and so then Mark comes down from the elevators and says, you know. Um, I just talked to Joanna. Yeah, she, which who we're going to meet soon. Yes. Um, she really loved you. You totally got the job. And so Rachel's like jumping around and everything. And she turns to hug, but she hugs Mark. And Ross is just standing there. Yeah. It's not great. It's not great. But I mean, you do hug the person that gives you the good news. Do you know what I'm saying? Like in your head in that moment. Why wouldn't you hug the person that said you got the job? Because you were already faced towards your boyfriend. And that's the person you share your good news with. Nope, I'm with Ross. Okay. I mean... No. I mean, yeah, Mark would get a hug too, but secondary. Okay. Um, She turned towards Ross and made like, oh, 
and then, then started to open her arms and, and turned then, to Mark. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. None of it. Now, if Ross wasn't there, I think she has permission to hug Mark. Yes. Okay. I just want to put that out there. I'm not saying that she doesn't have permission to hug Mark okay. or hug Mark secondary. Should not have been the, the first. No. Yeah. Um, so everybody's back in Monica's apartment and Monica's like, Phoebe, we heard you had a good date or something. And she's like, oh yeah. And she's like, no, we heard you. And <laughs> Phoebe's like, you listened? That's gross. And she's like, we dropped. Yeah, we couldn't not hear you. And so then all of a sudden they hear the upstairs neighbor come home and. He has a date. He has a date and there's that. His date is a lot louder and more high-pitched. Yeah. Like, they're like, maybe he's jumping on a pogo stick, and and the pogo stick is really happy. And one of them said, to be fair, he sounded much more... Much uh, happier with you. Much more... Yeah. Or, yeah, or something. Much more enthusiastic. Because she was like, I really like this guy, and I think it could go somewhere, and then he's with somebody else. Um... So Joey's like, that's it. I'm going upstairs and I'm going to kick his ass. Oh, wait, is he is he a big guy? And so Ross and Chandler are like, we'll go with you. And so they go up there and they start yelling, which I'm sure the guy is in some state of undress. Do you know what I'm saying? I like, mean, he's already pogo sticking. <laughs> that was so gross. Um, and, but all you hear is him be like, well, guys, and they're like, Oh, okay. And so, yeah, it doesn't. It's not. It, it's not great. No, he he does not get the ass whipping he probably deserves for um, sleeping with someone right after Phoebe. But I can't say cheating because no, he's not cheating. Right? There's they, not. They may not. They're not in a really. I mean, yeah. she doesn't come back and say, "Oh, he's my boyfriend now." Right? There's. See, and this is why sometimes you do need boundaries or Mm -hmm. some definition. Or some definition. Or something. Or don't sleep with somebody on the first date. I don't know. It just gets feelings involved. Uh, Sleep with whoever you want on whatever date you want. I'm not shaming anyone. I'm saying it can cause a lot of emotional issues. It can definitely cause problems. Yeah. So you just have to Be be prepared that... Sometimes your heart is like, oh, it's great. And the guy's like, or whomever is like, I just thought we were having fun. Yeah. I did a dude voice right then, though, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's generally your fault. Um, the husband did it. <laughs> no, not the husband. It. Sorry. Sorry. That's from watching too much true crime and yeah. murder mysteries and law and order SVU and yeah. law and order in general. Um, so how do you feel about this episode? It is a very fast-paced, get-it-going episode. I think so, too, because I think there's only the two... There's only two storylines. Story it's it's Ross, jo- it's Ross and Rachel and the jealousy. Yeah, yeah. And it's Joey and Chandler and... The sister. Sister. Yeah. You know, and like, yes, Phoebe does something, Monica, Monica does, does something, something but- whatever, but it's just those two. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, as many of you know... Um, we are setting up Ross's jealousy to reach a fever pitch in yeah. about a month. Yeah. And, yeah. Which is going to In about four episodes, she means. Well, yeah. It's going to air like exactly a month from when this one goes up uh, yeah. in a week. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what day it is. We're kind of pre-recording It doesn't really right matter. Now. Sorry, we're friends. We're ahead of the game because it's going to be holidays pretty it soon. Is. And who knows what the hell we're doing. Christmas and New Year's and... Anniversaries. Oh, oh my. my. And birthdays. Um, Well, should we take a really quick break, or did you have more about this particular Um, episode? I don't think I have anything 
you know, more episode specific. Okay. I just want to say that I wish that there was a little bit more drunk Chandler. Now, oh, like, yeah, like I, drunk I do enjoy funny. drunk Chandler. Drunk he, Monica is not. Drunk Chandler reminds me a little bit of drunk Trevor. <laughs> drunk Trevor is so funny. He gets like so affectionate and goofy and just like I know. he's so funny. I know. I mean, he's the best drunk or sober, but it, like he just has a little extra giggle when he's drunk. Oh my god. Yes, he does. The the um, eclipse party. Oh, man. We were all... You were not. You went to... Well, I mean, I know you were drunk, but you went to bed. Brittany and I stayed up with them until like 2 in the morning. Right. We were all so drunk. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Let's take a real quick break. And when we come back, we're going to do How I Met Your Mother, Episode 9, Slaps Giving. Yay. I know. It would help if I pressed the right button. Do things. Do things. All I right. am. No, I... Let's talk about Slapsgiving. What's your problem? Is I it warm? I want to trade these back. Oh. You're so lame. Should we give a, an unpaid for shout out to what we're what we're enjoying? Well, it is a local business, and I think if you can support local, you That's should. That's true. So tonight we are enjoying Seek Out Hard Seltzers, and they are from Two Towns Cider House, which is uh, in... Corvallis. Corvallis. I was going to say Eugene, so no. close enough. Yes. I mean, not, but yeah. So we like their ciders. We like a lot of, we like their work and I love uh, hard seltzer. Yes. And I was really drawn to the flavors. I should so. have brought you one of the two towns, the summer one, they still had it. The raspberry lemonade, the easy squeezy. I think that, so, okay, yeah, but that one is cider cider. Yeah, it's good though. It's very, so. Oh, and that's what that one's kind of supposed to taste like? I think. Oh, okay. But it is, it's like a Meyer lemon. I mean, so it really is that sharper. Yeah. I like Meyer lemons. You can so, eat them, like, just eat them. I know. They're so Do good. Do you know that I have a, oh no, it's not a Meyer. It's a variegated pink lemon. I'm telling you, we also live in Central Oregon. That oh, wait, never I also have, maybe have a Meyer lemon. You're never going to get lemons. Hey, girl. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. Uh, so I'm having the rest of Julie's cucumber juniper because she didn't like it as much as I do. And she's having key lime and mint, which is just delicious. Basically like a mojito. Uh, mojito. I will say that even though this has juniper, it's like the essence of juniper. Yes. So I'm not worried about an allergic like reaction. And it doesn't taste like gin. So that's what we're doing. And I am bitter Betty that you took my good one. You offered it and I, I took did. it. I did. Okay. okay, so let's talk about Slapsgiving. First of all, have you ever seen that meme that was like, would you slap your sibling for a million dollars? I reposted it one time and I was like, Brittany, I would slap the shit out of you and then we would split seas. Have you seen that <laughs> meme that said, would you, slip, would you slap your worst enemy if, if you got $100,000 but they also got $50,000? And then the answer was, yeah, why wouldn't I want $150,000? Like the person you hate the oh. most, <laughs> and the person and yourself. I mean, I mean, let's be real. Sometimes I, I hate myself the most. Oh, <laughs> I didn't so, get that. Yeah. Didn't oh, get it. dude, would you slap the person you hate the most if you got a hundred thousand dollars and they got fifty thousand? Now, yeah. Why wouldn't I want a hundred and fifty thousand? I will say that I have slapped a few people. A because they like. I've did something to me or it was a boyfriend and he needed to be slapped. I've definitely slapped an ex. Yeah. I've only punched a few people, but I've slapped uh, a few more. I've definitely slapped an ex. Did it feel good? Mine always felt good. No. Oh, I've enjoyed them. 
Um, we are very different that way. I'm we are a very violent and, person, and we are uh, we are a non-violent household. Yeah, I hit a lot. <laughs> I don't do it as much anymore, but you should ask my sister how often I used to hit her. Oh, we used to just beat the holy hell out of each other. Okay, so uh, this episode starts with t- uh, Ted basically recapping this inside joke that he and Robin used to do when they were dating and anytime someone said something that could be turned into a rank in the military so like I've got a kernel stuck in my teeth that's spelled K-E-R-N-A-L they would or E-L they would say kernel like C-O-L yes kernel stuck in my teeth and everybody hated it right so I tried to make that a thing Trevor is not a part willing participant may I text him right now and say no he is two hours ahead and already in bed all right I'll text him tomorrow sorry he's got important pilot things and say thank you for not allowing the salutation to stupid words but they also (laughs) they also salute at the same time so then Ted points out that they don't do it anymore and they were at the bar like a couple days before Thanksgiving 2007. Sure. And somebody said something and so they didn't do it but they both looked at each other. And he said, um, so he says, trying to be friends with your ex is really hard and that one of the things is you can never be alone together. And I will agree. One million percent. One million percent. I mean, even when we were, like, hating each other the most, Mike and I cannot be in a room together because it always ends up naughty so fun time. Oh, funny story. No. What? No. Not because you're going to have sex because it's awkward. Oh, I, I, the only two exes I've ever tried being friends with, it always ended up in naughty fun time. So, funny story. Okay. I... Once upon a time, a long, long, long time ago, in a distant, far-off land. In a galaxy far, far away? No. Okay. Hurry up! <laughs> I would have, but you cut me off with that bullshit. Uh, I dated a boy who was best friends with my best friend's boyfriend. Tracking? Got it. Four uh-huh. of us sitting at a table. Yeah. Double date. Yeah. Uh... Met him at Islands because they had all just come from a wedding and Kelly messaged me and said, hey, come come meet us and come hang out. He gave me his number that night. We started texting. Then we started dating. Then a few months later, I broke up with him in a Starbucks and he was, I was clearly upset and he was like, what's wrong? And I said, uh, I just don't have any butterflies anymore. Oh, Kathleen. So oh. incredibly brutal in public. All of this is the backstory that is very, very important because several months later, after not working at Albertsons anymore, I went to his place of employment because his boss was one of my regular customers at Albertsons and said, hey, can I get a job? Because he was at, oh, so this was Islands for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, He was in Denver opening another location. And I was only supposed to be there temporarily while he was still in Denver, but then he came back, and then he really came back, and we were all friends, and, well, no, actually, nobody there was my friend, because they all were very angry at me, because I broke up with their precious treasure, and... No, if they they didn't know you when that happened, why would they Oh, no, 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 they did, because I had gone to parties with them, because they were all his work friends. So so it got big and messy, and so, eventually... After months and months of working together and him blatantly torturing me, 
you know, putting a broom in my way, like, just being a general dick. General dick. Oh my Uh, god, you guys, I'm so (laughs) upset right now. (laughs) He and I actually did become friends again, and everybody was floored. And, like, we had a really good friend relationship for several years. Okay. Up to and including when he broke up with his girlfriend... Eileen, who also worked at Islands, but a different location. It's big and messy, and Julie's probably going to cut this out. That's fine. No, but I'm going to leave it in. But here's my question about that. Mm-hmm. If you didn't say I love you, did and not. you were only together also for did like not a couple months, oh, then that, I'm sorry, Kathleen, I'm going to put this in, kind of doesn't count. I tried to be friends with with two different boys who I thought I was going to marry. Oh, yeah, I did that, too. And then they went on to marry other people. Oh, yeah, I did that, too. Yeah, you can't be friends with them. Uh, no. I thought you could. You guys could go. I legitimately... So, okay, so Christopher, who we were just talking about, light and fluffy, 100% not the same, but we did in- genuinely end up being friends yeah. for, you know, decades later. Um, We haven't talked in a while, probably because life happens but uh the other one absolutely hands down cannot be friends with yeah period end of discussion friends with his sister he's friends with my siblings i his mom and i still converse very infrequently on facebook but i cannot see him talk to him look at him nothing yeah no it's not because i i legitimately thought I was, I was friends with a couple of guys from high school that maybe, like, we went to a dance together, you know, and they had more feelings for me than I had for them, and we ended up being friends after high school type of a thing. Oh, yeah, I didn't but do any of that. I'm not friends with anyone who I've bumped uglies with. So, mm-hmm. um, you made me write down friends with exes, and either yeah, that, you wanted this is to it. tell this story, but also this does apply, obviously, to Ross and Rachel. Who never actually have a backslide, unfortunately. Like, they joke about it at Monica's engagement. And then the only... Ba- well, no, I take it back. The backslide they have is Emma. Right. But they were they joke about it at when she, like, literally gets engaged that night. And then it happens before the wedding, which is, like, a year later. So, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Well, and right. Okay, but she also gets off the plane, which... <laughs> whatever. Those two are fucking a psychological nightmare. Oh, true story. Um, but that's what, I mean, I you cannot truly be friends with an ex. No, because there's just two, like, yeah, you're, like, I was hurt every time they would tell me that they were dating someone, and I was like, dude, I'm over here, just like, and then if I started dating someone, they were like, well, where, wh- what are you what about up me? to? Like, no. I've missed you. And I'm like, you missed me because I started dating someone. What about the call after you hadn't talked for nine months where they said, oh, by the way, I'm getting married on St. Patrick's Day? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, Ugh. let's move on, because now I have a, I'm sick to my stomach. Okay, well. so, uh, but it's about to be their first Thanksgiving as a group. So, they're talking about it at uh, the bar, but Marshall keeps saying Slapsgiving. And no, he doesn't keep saying He said it once. No, and then he well, says something he said about, something else. like, I'm, we're going to watch the Slapsgiving Day Parade. Right, right, but that's much later in the, it's not back-to-back. It, while they're sitting at the table it is is it really yeah okay so then 
Robin says, well, is it, you know, I invited Bob. And Lily does the thing, which is going to come up later and name that bitch. But she says, oh, great. I'm going to have uh, pictures of Thanksgiving with the four people I love and Bob. Uh-huh. Like, you can't bring a random to a holiday. Which I've been, like, I've had gone to boyfriend's holidays, but then, like I said, we stayed together yeah. type of a thing. Yeah, not random. Um, so then she says, I forget how much of a deal you Americans make. Uh, real Thanksgiving happened like a month, month ago. ago. And Barney's like, uh, I'm sorry. Are because you saying, she, says, she yeah. says sorry. Are you saying Canadian Thanksgiving is the real one? And so she explains what it's about. And it's a dude that tried to find the Northwest Passage but died. That's not Thanksgiving. So then... Um, Marshall says that we're going to watch the Slapsgiving Day Parade, yes. and then that's when Barney goes, why do you keep saying that? And he's like, well, we're going to eat some turkey, and then I'm going to slap you in your face. <laughs> and so they, and then so Ted's like, if you don't, if you don't remember, here was Slap Bet. And so the first one happened because of, uh, let's go to the mall. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was the, the play, when he wants right. him to stop, and so he just slaps the shit out of him. One of my favorite. The fact that Barney turns around. He does like a full cartoon spin. Times. And so then this was going to culminate in slapcountdown.com. Now, I did not look it up for right now. Ooh, but, I'm going to do it right this um, second. Keep I will going. let you know based on some other podcasts, like I said, that we listened to about How I Met Your Mother. Um, at the time that these shows aired, every single live. website was a real website that they made up available for sale. Oh, nice. that's funny. Um, well, what, somebody that worked on the crew would go and buy the domains and then, and make, then make a, a functioning website. website. So Barney says, no, it's the day after Thanksgiving, also known as Black Friday, because he can never remember which months have 31 days. And they show him... Oh, it was slapbetcountdown.com. Slap. Oh, and there you. it is. It is still up there. One more. <laughs> so they're still... Somebody is still paying for those domains. Don't know who, um, but thank you, sir. So um, he dresses up for Halloween a day early because he can't remember, you know, which He's days like, have 31. So, and they say something about March, too. March has 31, and he's like, no, no, no. Right. So it's multiple times throughout right. the year that he so has trouble with. when you were a kid, how did... No, no, but did you ever hear the rhyme? 30 days has September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31 except February. It's weird. Okay, so I could never remember that. So I also did the thing. With know the, the knuckles. knuckles? Yes, I know. And by knuckles. down is thirty. So, so I you start with a knuckle. January, January February, February, March, March April, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Well, that can't be right because yes. December has thirty-one days. That's thirty-one. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were pointing. So at does your, January. I thought you were pointing at my, your inside. No, I'm on my knuckle. Dude, I have fat hands, and if you can't see my I'm knuckles, sorry. that's not my problem. It's the lighting in this room. <laughs> that's what it is. It's shadows. It's lack of shadows. It's lack of shadows. No, the only ones that would really get me were, like, some of the the mid-months, just because, like, so I know January, obviously, that's my birthday. Mm-hmm. May 31st is my mom's birthday, and then, obviously, I know December 31st. But when I was a kid, I re well, on October 31st, but I would get jumbly about, like, June, July, August, September. You know what I mean? Like, I would just be like, Mom, how many how many days of September have? And she's like, do the knuckle thing. Like, she wouldn't tell me. Oh, see, like, oh, they made okay. us say the little rhyme all the time. Yeah, and no, I learned the knuckle thing. Let's see. Did I ever tell you that my sister got married on February 29th? 
Oh, I have a couple of friends whose birthdays are the 29th, so we would joke about how they really weren't. Yeah. Because they'd be like, well, I've only actually had seven birthdays, but I'm really... Seven? Seven times four is a lot. It's like 28. Yeah. I know, but then they would joke and be like, but I'm really 28. I'm like, okay. Okay. No, but for them to have seven true leap year birthdays. Yeah. It's every... Mm, yeah, it would it's be. It's every four years. Right. Okay. Um, so then Barney tries to get Lily to deny it. He's like, Slotbet Commissioner, you can't allow this. And she says, well, the, the part of me that wants to use my wedding china and doesn't want it to get messed up wants to say no. But the part of me that wants to see your face slapped says yes. So, uh, Slotbet Commissioner says I'm yes. I'm allowing it. Yeah, I'm allowing it. So then we finally meet Bob. He comes into the bar to meet everyone. And she says, Bob is a little bit older than us. He's 41. He's 41. And the guy that walks in is so cute. He is very nice. Very to look like at. Anderson Cooper, salt and pepper hair, but More like salt and pepper. Che- well, but like really nice cheekbones, mm-hmm. tall. Mm-hmm. And, and, but Ted goes, but, and I know it's because it's your ex who's dating someone, whatever. And he sees this old guy that's like 70. So, question. <laughs> Did you ever date anybody that was a significant gap older than you? Um, yeah, I feel like I dated a guy at Barnes & Noble. Uh, I want to say I was 24 and he was like 36. Okay. When I was 19, I dated a 26-year-old Mormon, Jack Mormon. Uh, yeah, uh... We had the same mental age. And then when I was 22-ish, I dated Nicole's uncle. Oh, that's creepy. It's creepy to say, but he was only, I was 20, 22-ish, 23. It was right before I moved up. And he was 31. Okay. I mean, a couple of boyfriends had just been older in general. Turner was four years older than me, yeah. like, but I was 18 and he was 22, so right. it wasn't that big a deal. It was still the same mental age. <laughs> <laughs> or I was still older. Yeah, um, amen. Amen. So, Lily says that everyone's getting together at Robin's to bake, bake pies, pies, and the reason for that is that Marshall cannot be left alone with pies overnight, and he says, sleep eating is a very... Uh, serious and delicious disorder. <laughs> and it makes me really happy. And what's really funny is my sister actually used to do this. Um, oh, really? Yeah, my sister did this for a couple of years. I'm not sure if she still is, but she would wake up in the middle of the night. And this is when she was an adult, not necessarily a kid. Like, she, she had weird sleep patterns as a kid, but she would wake up and go and make a box of mashed potatoes, eat it, go back to bed, and the next morning have no recollection of doing it. Oh, she is my girl. Like, find the dishes and be like, what the hell happened? And I was like, sweetie, you gotta stop doing that. And I think she's now takes a sleeping pill, but whatever it was, she would wake up. So, um... I like mashed potatoes. Ted asks them what time they're going to be there. They say 7.30, so he says, okay, I'll get there about 8, 8.30. He actually shows up at 9.30, which I would be so pissed off. 
If I was Robin. If all my friends bailed on me, I would be... Well, also, if it's two hours later and you haven't called or texted to say if you're coming over, and so now maybe she just assumes that she's just baking the pies and it's fine. Okay, so we're going to talk about this in a second when right. she throws some shit in the oven. But, but if you show up at my house at 9.30 at night, kind of unannounced at that point, I'm going to slam the door in your face. Well, and also she says Lily and Marshall just texted or called and they're not coming. Right, so basically, she, yeah, so... They they say they have too much to do, but what we see is Lily running around like a crazy person in their tiny kitchen while Marshall watches TV and... Squishing his hand break. Yeah, like, getting his hand ready to slap Barney's face. So... um, By the way, the cute little birds on Robin's sweatshirt are to die for. I do love a good sweatshirt. It's, and I, do, I don't currently have like a good... I don't do a Mid-weight hood. Oh, I... Because mm, they me. get... They nope. get weird they they like crimp in weird places no give it to me i'm back to a hoodie nope like pull i mean over. i want a hoodie too but also give me a good good zip, zip up. up so ted calls barney and says you have to come over here and save me and barney's like agreeing with him but then all of a sudden barney's like well when i pulled you out of that burning whatever and ted goes you're talking to a girl aren't you and ted's like yes i am and you're not barney gonna says, come you're not going to come over and help me. No, no, no. Thank, no, thank you, you, Mr. President. President. And, like, they, you know, hang up. So, the next day, Thanksgiving. Um, Back it up. Robin's throwing a fridge-ready... We have not gotten to okay. that part. Okay, 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 okay. Because <laughs> I really want to talk about it. I have a ton of notes for you, my okay. dear. You need to calm down. Okay. I want to make all the pies right now again. Okay. So Marshall is making turkey hands, but they are also his slapping slapping hands. hands. Yes. Lily is still making everything. Robin comes over and sees Ted and is like, oh, I need to go talk to Lily. And so they both walk. So Ted walks over to Marshall and and Robin walks over to Lily in the kitchen and says, something Something really really weird weird happened happened last last night. night. So then we start to get some of the flashbacks. But basically um, what happens is, so Ted tells Marshall that he and Robin like had nothing to talk about and that he thought he couldn't leave her to make all of the pies because, because she, she kept, kept yawning. saying how tired she so was. So then we see Robin telling Lily, I was yawning I was trying to make so him yeah, get to him leave. the hell out of here. She's pouring herself a glass of wine while Lily is still doing everything and basically saying, like, could you mash those potatoes? So Lily's giving her passive aggressive, like, oh, hey, oh, man, I know exactly what you mean because I'm feeling so swamped and I just wish somebody would mash the potatoes. Right. So then we see, so then we finally go back to the flashback of what really happened in the kitchen. So first of all, in in the awkwardness, random Robin says a random fact about pies, about like when they were invented and like whatever. And hand pies were like the yeah. thing because that's how you ate your food because it was like you could basically take it as lunch. Right. It's like putting it in a tortilla. Yeah. It's just a cultural difference. Yeah. And so Ted's response is, "Remember that time that we had sex seven times and on that Thanksgiving? on Thanksgiving and." And so then this she can't says something be the first Thanksgiving, then. It's not. Okay, so this, sorry. So, but in the beginning, he says something about it being, like, the first Thanksgiving. Oh, it's actually Lily and Marshall's first Thanksgiving as a married couple. Thank you. That's where I was getting confused. I was like, this isn't their first Thanksgiving. No. Okay, so then um, we see them, like, Ted's like, no, you, or Marshall goes, no, you didn't. And Lily's like, what is wrong with Ted? Like, we see their reaction to each of them getting the story from 
the one, the one that side. they're listening to. Right. So they're talking about the pies. The oven is ready. And Robin says, well, we need to do the pecan pie first because it takes the longest to bake. Kathleen? First of all, I'm really upset because I wrote something out in my text messages so that I could remember my whole list of things to do. And I copied it, but I never pasted it anywhere. And then I made a quick little list of which pies take the longest, and I copied it, and I never pasted it's it anywhere. It's in your clipboard. It's, oh, girl. It's in your clipboard. Girl. You no, know, you don't have to go in that. Just go into, like, go into I got Samsung clipboard. notes. Ha, ha, ha. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no more cider for I you. I was so pissed because I have... Like, a whole list of things that I need to do. Okay. Anyway. um, So, first of all, she pulls a pie out of the fridge and does, like, a little sidewaysy motion with it and says, we gotta get this pecan pie in because it takes the longest. Step one. Pecan pie is literal liquid all the time until it's done baking. Mm -hmm. And even then, it's still jiggly. So, she couldn't do a sideways motion. Number two, of the three pies that I routinely make for Thanksgiving, pecan pie is the fastest baker by at least 15 minutes. Maybe she hasn't made a lot of pies and she doesn't know? I mean, probably because she's from Canada. Maybe. But Um, I was not super thrilled by this. The main issue with the pecan pie for the actual for show, this, not me, is that Robin is allergic to pecans, and so Ted says, "Why are you making that? You can't oh, eat we're it." We're making a Bob pie, and she goes, "I just like the smell," and he's like, "You're making a pie for Bob," and so she's like, "Well, I didn't want to tell you that. I thought you would be jealous," and so then Ted starts going off on a rampage about Bob's age, calling him like the crypt keeper, and calling says, him. Um, just oh, we can talk about the first Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Bob that was he there. was there. Just going off, and so uh, they start yelling at each other, going back and forth about not being able to like be friends or even talk. And so Ted goes to leave, and he looks pissed, and he's got his jacket on, and he's almost to the door. And Robin's like, "No, don't you know? Don't I don't want us to be mad at each other." And so they go to like hug it out and end up kissing. Very passionate kissing. So, we get back to Lily and Robin, and Lily is yelling at Robin, and she says, so, last night, you know, you, and now it's Thanksgiving, and she's like, you are correct, sir, and, you know, your boyfriend is coming over, but you did, that is a truth fact. I send that gif, that is a truth fact, to Allison all the time. I called you sir tonight, and you freaked the fuck out. I didn't like the way that you said it. I like this. Anyway, I said the same thing. So then they're they're like, did you guys talk about it? And we see the flashback of no, they basically got dressed and Ted went, I got to go. And she's like, I got to make pies. So like they didn't even be like, oh, that was funny. What are we going to, I mean, nothing. No conversation. So Robin says, you know, we have to talk about this. Uh, And Lily's like, not on Thanksgiving. Why are you trying to ruin American Thanksgiving? (laughs) And... Um, Ted tells Marshall, we just need to ignore it. And so then they're kind of talking and 
but basically it comes out that Robin blames Ted because Ted had his hand on her waist. Ted blames Robin because Robin had her hand on his neck. Uh-huh. Like, and they whatever. neither one can decide who actually started it. Right. It's also this mini who started what first is going to show back up in Friends. Oh, yeah. And there's with, a videotape. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. So then... Um, Ted is holding the tray of stuffed mushrooms. It's this really cute, like, Christmas tree or leaf-shaped, you know, platter. And it drops. And it does sound like it breaks, although you can't hear it. And Lily gets really mad. And so she throws them in Ted's room and, like, slams the door. um, Which is going to come up when they do it to Robin and Barney. When they define the relationship. Yeah. Yep. So... Marshall puts on the slap countdown and Barney starts freaking out and like basically whining and begging him to stop. And then he says, well, then I'm going to leave. You know, you can slap my face, but you cannot slap my mind. And I don't have to put they up with this. They can take our freedom. But the- no, wait. They can take our land, but they can never take our freedom. Take our life. I can't remember. Shit. You're a jerk for bringing that up. I love that movie. So then Lily yells at everyone basically and points at the bedroom like you all have ruined... Oh, uh, they can take our lives, but, but they'll they can never, never take, take our, our freedom. freedom. Thank you. And so she says, the sl- so the slap bet commissioner says no slaps. Um, and Bob shows up right then and she says, we're going to have a nice adult Thanksgiving. And he goes, well, I hope not because I brought jello, jello shots. shots. We going to get silly, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy playing Bob is great. Is so funny. Also, we just had jello shots in our Friends right? episode. Amen. So then Lily orders Marshall to the kitchen to like finish helping her do like cook. Um, and in the bedroom, we get Ted and Robin talking about stuff and basically realizing like they're not friends. They're not going to be able to be friends. And as soon as Thanksgiving is over, they're going to kind of have to go their separate ways and stop trying to fake it and just not be friends, which with their group is not possible but whatever quick little question Mm -hmm. how did they fake it for so many weeks before marshall and lily's wedding oh because they were still they were still hanging out as if they were together they were probably just going home to their separate places and no one noticed Uh uh-huh so why couldn't they just bring that level of maturity to the weeks before thanksgiving I don't think it was mature to fake it. I don't think it was mature to no, tell their friends. No, it was not mature to fake it, but like they they handled it one way for a certain period of time, and now they're handling it completely different. Yeah, but she's also dating. and But see, the thing that she brings up, especially when he's making fun of Bob's age, is the parade of dubious conquest. That's true. He's gone. So That's she true. had Gael, and then he has Amy, who gets him the tramp stamp, and then... But so we haven't seen the tramp stamp yet. Yeah, we have. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes, we have. We haven't seen him... Try to get it removed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, oh, I hate that whole thing. So the whole thing, the whole thing with now is they're trying to be friends who let the other one date. When they were faking it, everyone still thought they were together. So there wasn't really anything. They didn't have to pretend to be friends. They just had to still pretend to be together. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Um. So. Barney starts mocking Marshall about not being able to um, slap. Let's just have some slapatizers. Yeah, slapatizers. Lily's really not happy. She doesn't want to, like, talk about dinner. Just eat and get out. Marshall starts saying, oh, does the... Does the chef want to say yeah, something? And she's, she's like, like nope, nope, eat up and, and get out. And so then Marshall makes a toast to Lily and um, 
then Bob is talking about how his family, there's so many people, and that it's not really fun. Everyone yells at each other, and he says a major buzzkill, and Ted and Robin do major, major buzzkill. Buzz and so Ted's kind of like, you know, maybe there is a way to, you know, still be friends or whatever. Um, and so then Barney keeps messing with Marshall about, you know, his his hand being impotent and flaccid and all of these very sexual and inappropriate penile references and so lily starts yelling at him and he gets out the countdown and he's counting it down with the british voice and he's and lily's telling him to stop and he finally gets to like four and lily goes marshall you you can can slap him him. so he so so marshall is left-handed we had to confirm this so he slaps barney on the right side of his face yes so he slaps him so hard that he falls over the couch he breaks the end table and then he's like laying there and Marshall goes, I also composed a song or like and he so he starts playing the song You Just Got Slapped, which I believe is on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while Barney's holding his face in pain, he start he can't help himself. Oh. He starts harmonizing to Marshall. I love it so much. It's so good. Like, I love it so much. Um so then, well, and they're both so musically inclined. Oh, they really are. So then everyone's in the kitchen cleaning up. Lily's sitting on the chair and is like, have fun doing this, you guys. And so somebody says something and they all do the the salute, the like mm-hmm. major whatever. And then somebody else says it and they all do it again and they're kind of laughing. Um, and so, you know, like everybody's kind of got Now they're the, all in their Yeah, everything. they've all got the joke um, together now. Um, so... I would say that I don't love Robin, and I kept trying, I almost was typing red the whole time instead of Ted and Robin. I just kept typing red. Oh, no. <laughs> like, Is that their couple that's name? That's their couple name. I don't think Tobin would work. I feel How like. How about Road? Re- no. No, I feel like Red is their, is their ship name. Um, I do love any time Barney gets slapped, and obviously I love any time that Marshall sings, because I but love Jason But who was Jason the actual Siegel. friend of the day? That's what we're about to get to. So do you have any more reference, or do you have any more thoughts about this episode in particular? I have an email that I could read really quick from one of our super fans. Go for it. Okay. So let me get into that really quick, because um, we had a couple people send us stuff in advance, so that... Since we were going to be recording. We did post this and we will keep posting it because we're we're recording ahead of time because of, you know, hashtag holidays. Oh, yes. So, Kata says for the Friends episode, um, I think this is one of the kisses I often forget about. So, between all the Friends, I think we see all of them on camera except three, Monica Monica and Ross, duh. Monica and Rachel and then the one from this episode, Ross and Chandler. Um, She says this is one of the first instances she can think of Joey being really dumb. Yeah. About the card trick. Um, she says, this is when my anger towards Rachel starts and why I'm on Ross's side through oh. the end on we were on a break stuff. I'm supporting Rachel when Ross's jealousy takes over. Uh, he's really unattractive when jealous. And again, this is all starting from here on. Sorry for future Rachel ranting. Oh, girl, you can rant all um, you want. I am going to want here. a little bit more. She says, Monica did the right thing and said the mature thing to keep Ross calm, but Mm -hmm. still that should have been Rachel's job. True. Yeah. And line of the episode, my apartment isn't there anymore because I drank it. Um, 
And then the close second line of the episode, I was wearing... Oh, no. when I was wearing my I Heart Ross t-shirt. Did you tell him about me? She's... Ross asked about Mark. You're not going to just automatically tell. Um, So she says, in the Uh, How I Met Your Mother... Oh, wait. I think I made a Twitter I actually agree because I wouldn't... If somebody was like, hey, let's talk about a job, I wouldn't be like, okay, cool, but... Just FYI, I've been in a relationship for almost a decade. (laughs) Like, that's not part of the conversation. Yeah. Oh, shoot, I feel like maybe I told her the wrong one because this is episode nine and she sent us... No, slap back countdown. Where are you at? I'm looking for the number. Uh Uh-huh. Because Kata sent us... Oh, you're in our notes. For number nine, or for number ten. Okay, so I got it wrong. So she... This is for the man Okay, so we're going to keep these notes... For next time. Yeah, I might have to message her. Sorry, girl. Julie's crazy. I thought I had it right. I'm sorry, Kata. But also, we've got plenty of time before this goes up, so Julie's going to message you tomorrow, and then we're going to magic you in. Uh, Yeah. Um, Well, we can always do it at the end of another episode. If anybody has anything like that where you want to talk about a previous episode, I have no problem talking about it um, at the start, you know, at the top of the show. We'll gladly do our little version of Corrections Corner. Which is a pretty big... Oh, no, we get things right. Okay, who's your friend of the day? Nobody. Really? Why? Well, I mean, if I really had... I I mean, Phoebe is the only one trying to do something selfless. But then it turns selfish. Yeah. I cannot think of anybody that was super supportive of anybody else. Lily was begging for help. Marshall was uh-huh. in slap mode. Barney was cowering. Robin and Ted were having their own bullshit. Ross was being a jealous asshole. Rachel was focused on herself. Monica was literally doing nothing. Chandler drank all the jealous shots and made out with Joey's sister. And Joey was like, oh, okay, it's cool if you want to date my sister. But literally right. none of that has anything to do... Hmm. Like, none of them stand out as a, hey, you're a great friend. Okay. I, so I'm saying nobody. You can say Nobody. That we've not had that, but I will, you know, mm-hmm. that's good. We've had a whole ensemble. Like, we've said everybody's a great friend. That's true. Um, I am, I'm going to give it to Monica for her talking to Ross in a, as okay. a sister. Okay. Yes, maybe Rachel should have done it because she should have been like, dude, you got to stop with the jealousy. Like, there's nothing to be jealous about. But you can't always hear that from the person you're, that's like when a, when your best friend tells you don't date that dude, but then a perfect stranger is like, that dude's a dick. What are you doing? And you could be like, oh, mm. you know, like you have to get that third perspective. And I think Monica calls Ross on his bullshit pretty okay. well. I, I mean, I will go with that. Thank you. Um, so if anybody has um, thoughts about either of these episodes, please hit us up on um, social media, uh, Twitter. Our email is howimetyourfriendspod uh, at gmail.com. Um, don't forget Patreon. We're about to put up another movie review. But it's still a surprise to even us. So. Yeah, we haven't picked a movie yet, but it will still be someone from the Friends cast. Um, so patreon.com slash howimetyourfriendspod. And I can't think of anything else. Um, oh, I think we're going to do another video. Pretty soon. We are. But that's also going up on Patreon, so. Yeah. um, But it is in the works. We've actually. Yeah, we've got some fun bonus content. Um, If anybody wants to send us 
Christmas presents and we would unbox them in a video, just message one of us and we'll We'll get you, you we'll an get address. you an address. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't if you know what really, we would if you get, really but thought, Well, no, but if somebody just wanted to just get us anything. Like a Christmas card? If you if wanted you want to get Christmas... us a, Fred, a Friends-themed Tumblr or one of those Funko Pops of the Friends cast, or I don't think they ever made them for the Hemian if cast. If you want us to send you a Christmas card, you should give us your address. Is that Oh, weird? I will totally send Christmas weird? cards to people. I will send people. you a Christmas card. Yeah. Filmography. I mean, I'll send Christmas cards to our patrons, too. Yeah. Get on it, bro. Oh, we should do that. So if you become a patron, <laughs> we'll send you a Christmas card. Surprise. I think we're about or out of time holiday. for that. Like, holiday of your choice. You want a Valentine's <sighs> Day card? You want a Kwanzaa card? You want a fucking Fourth of July card? I'm all over that. I do love Fourth of July. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us up for another week of How I Met Your Friends. And until... Sometime in the Next future. Next time. <laughs> um, it might be tomorrow. So sh- sh- so just remember <laughs> that the next episode will be, sorry, will be Friends number 12 and How I Met Your Mother number 10. So again, I apologize if I told anyone differently who's trying to get us reviews and such. Um, but just remember we're, you know, we're off because of the double episodes. So, right. Um, Yeah, I think that's it, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.